Hey there, Anna Guest Jelly here. Welcome to Love Curvy Yoga, the podcast where we talk about and practice all things body affirming and yoga. Now let's get into it. Thank you for being here. I hope you enjoyed our Curvy Yoga community chat from last week. A little heads up before we head into what I have for us in this week's podcast episode, I am leading a retreat with one of my dear friends and a colleague who I respect greatly, Rachel Cole, in July in Northern California. So this retreat is called Wise Body, Wise Hungers, and this is the third time that we have led this retreat together. The retreat is really all about coming home to your body and to your true desires. So not what, not the desires that you think you should have, (laughs) um, but the ones that are really deep in your body that are for rest and play and creativity and connection and whatever else may be coming up for you. This is a space where we have time together to really be nourished by deep and heartfelt conversation and yoga practice and Rachel's teaching is all about finding what your true hungers really are so she teaches beautifully about intuitive eating and we will talk about that um, kind of physical hunger piece but she also teaches about these other hungers that I was talking about and so in my yoga practices during the retreat we are really bringing that how do we find those connections into the body so through the yoga practice we're practicing you know noticing oh what's my desire in this particular pose and how do I make the yoga practice really work for me and what does that mean so I'm teaching you know all kinds of different uh, great curvy pose options that you can bring that information home with you into your regular yoga practice and so the back and forth between what we both teach creates this real synergy where as a group we can come together in both our own individual practice and process and um, as a community in really foregrounding what it is that we want in our lives and in our connections with ourselves and our bodies. So it's a beautiful experience. I would really love for you to be part of it. Um, It's at a very gorgeous setting as well, so you can't beat that. Um, You can find out the information uh, on my website and I'll put a link to it in the show notes, but early bird registration ends April 22nd and you can save some money if you sign up before then. So I encourage you to check it out if you're at all interested. We would definitely love to have you with us. Okay, so I'm going to get into care instructions. So if you receive my weekly emails, and if you don't, I'll again put a link to the show notes so that you can sign up if you're interested. Um, I send you know little bits of inspiration, things that I'm thinking about, Um, updates about things like retreats that are going on, all kinds of different things in those weekly emails. That's really where I'm sharing my writing mostly these days. So if you're wanting to get into that, that's where the action is. (laughs) Um, So if you got the email this week, you'll know that I sent something about my own care instructions. So care instructions are, you know, if you like look at the tag in your shirt or something, it'll say, a tumble dry low or dry clean only. It's the information for how you really take the best care of something. So 
Many people loved the idea that I sent out in the email, and I thought I would expand on it here in the podcast, and I want to offer some ways for you to think about your own care instructions, because the same thing is true in our own lives. Coming up with our care instructions can help us to feel better and to be more resilient and to really find what helps us to thrive. So here's what happened. When the time changed here recently, I suddenly found myself with so much more energy. And not just energy, but also enthusiasm. I mean, I am not exaggerating. The day that the time changed, I was just like, whoop. I felt like my energy went up like, you know, double or something. It was pretty um, noticeable, (laughs) let's say. So it was definitely like um, flipping a switch in a lot of ways. And it felt like everything just kind of, I don't know, got a little bit easier when that happened. And I hadn't been realizing up until that point that I had not been feeling that energetic up until that point. Um, And I wasn't anticipating feeling that energetic when it happened. So it's all a little bit of a surprise. So I spent the next day or so kind of being like, what What is happening, you know? And then I realized, oh, I probably shouldn't have been surprised at all because actually this happens to me every year. (laughs) I just totally forget about it. So I don't know if you relate to that. Um, I've learned... I don't know, I would say like 17 million different lessons about myself, um, what my body needs over the years. And then I usually forget like 99% of them. And, you know, maybe maybe if I'm lucky, 1%, that's probably even a stretch, (laughs) sticks for a while. And I don't have to relearn it a few times until I really integrate it into my body, into my system, into my, you know, practice, whatever it is. So, When I saw that, I thought, I need to find a place to just like write this down for next year. So I sat down in my journal to make a note to put it in my to-do list, which is where (laughs) where I keep things that I want to remember. And when I did, I realized this isn't actually the only thing that would be good to remind myself of. I actually have some things like this through the entire year. And I would love to put these together. And that's when that idea of care instructions came in for me. Because I thought, oh my gosh, what if I just had my own care instructions? Like you just pick it up and you're like, oh, here's how you take best care of yourself, Anna. (laughs) You know, go, go ahead and take a look at this. So here's what I came up with. And I wrote this to myself in the third person because it helps me feel like I'm caring for someone who needs my help and attention and who if I follow these instructions I can really help because all of that is true. (laughs) So as I share mine, I encourage you to think about what would make your personal list and then when I get through sharing mine, I'm going to guide you through some of the questions that I put myself through so that you can think about yours if that's something you would like to do. So here are care instructions how to take care of Anna. In all seasons, make sure she eats regularly and stays hydrated. If not, she will get hangry, and then the rest of this won't matter one whit. (laughs) Just remember one thing. Always carry snacks and water. There are no exceptions to this rule. (sighs) Also, for everyday general maintenance, apply at least a brief yoga, meditation, and movement. Swimming or hiking are best. Practice daily. I can guarantee you that she will not want to do any of this every day, 
but just remind her what she's like without it because for sure none of us wants to find out what she's like without it for a long time so in winter Anna loves the cozy hibernation of winter knitting sleeping reading it's all the best the only issue is that she forgets she likes to do anything else and has a tendency to get a bit down in the dumps even in winter she still needs to do her daily maintenance practices feed her warm foods that jive with the season and keep her warm when she's cold she feels sick in early march before it's full-on spring welcome back her old friend claritin before the nashville allergy festival starts in full force spring this is anna's favorite season she feels alive and excited and delighted by everything all of that energy is great but it can also escalate out of control into nonstop anxiety if you don't help her watch it, especially as the temps heat up. Anna is hot natured, so the hot temps exacerbate her natural tendencies towards lots of energy, anxiety, and sleeplessness, all of which can make her cranky and make her think the sky is falling. This is the time to start regular acupuncture appointments and continue them until it's officially fall. Do not wait until midsummer when her anxiety is through the roof, she isn't sleeping, and she hates everyone and everything. <sighs> Summer. Anna thinks this is her favorite season, but it's not true. Because is in suggesting that because she'll contradict you, but the heat and mugginess do not agree with her at all. Keep her cool and for sure keep her swimming. She cannot let all the energy that summer heat builds up in her stay inside or she will lose it. <laughs> if at all possible, get her by the ocean or at least some body of water for a minimum of a few days. It cools her right down in every way. Fall. Anna may feel her very best in this season. The weather is perfect for her and she feels like she's in a groove. She'll feel so in a groove though that she may get eager and overschedule. Keep an eye out for her calendar getting fuller and fuller by the day as well as the phrase, it's totally doable. <laughs> also, Anna has a tendency to catch a cold at every seasonal transition, as you can hear in my voice right now, <laughs> but especially the one from summer to fall and fall to winter. So get all the immune boosting routines started early and keep them going. General note, Anna hates rules and being boxed in, so she will not want to abide by any of this. She will resent you even bringing it up, much less suggesting she should review the list and maybe, just maybe, consider implementing some of the time-proven Anna-tested suggestions. Oh, and don't even think about suggesting anything new. Anna also hates everything new at first. Yeah, she's a real charmer. <laughs> just leave the suggestions, old and new, casually out on the table for a few days. When she sees them a bit and decides it's her choice to look at them, she'll soften and be willing to check them out. Okay, so hopefully you got a little chuckle out of some of those and maybe some things that would also be useful for you to note in your care instructions, whether it's exactly the same thing or more likely something like, oh yeah, she mentioned this and this would actually be relevant to me in this you know, kind of different iteration. So if you wanna make your own list of care instructions, it just really takes a little bit of time um, with a journal or if you're not a journaler then um, you know going for a walk and thinking about it or talking with a friend or a therapist about it you know whatever really helps you to process and here are some of the questions that I considered that you might also find helpful for kind of digging into this so 
First up, what are the general things that you want to remember, the everyday type things that make you feel good? So you might remember at the beginning of mine, I mentioned not letting myself get too hungry or dehydrated, as well as a regular yoga, meditation, and movement practice. So those might apply to you, or you might want to include you know, something else or something in addition about um, things like how much, you, how much you need to sleep, um, practices that support you in addition to or instead of yoga, meditation, movement, um, what foods serve you best, etc. So in mine, I took a seasonal approach because I really noticed that change, right? Kind of in the changing season with the time change thing. So if the seasonal approach appeals to you, think about how you feel in each season. And even if you've never considered this before, I bet there are some things you can come up with if you just spend a little time with the question. And if you're not sure, that's fine. This can open up a line of inquiry for you, you know, through the next few months or through the next year, just kind of noting at the beginning and at the end of whatever season is coming around, you know, how you felt, how you're feeling, and maybe start to draw some general patterns for use in the future for your care instructions. So some things that you might note about each season include your energy, what schedule best suits you. So I mentioned that I'm most energetic and kind of in my groove in the spring and fall. So my schedule is intentionally busier during those times. Um, What self-care you need when. I mentioned when it's good for me to be going to acupuncture, when it's good for me to, you know, be taking my allergy medication. So some things like that. Um, And also what nourishes you. So things like um, I mentioned regulating my temperature in the summer, things like um, going for a swim. So the things that really um, suit your nature um, and what you really need in each season. And if the four season approach doesn't resonate with you or doesn't seem to really fit with your life, you might broaden that idea of seasons a little bit and think about other seasons that are in your life. So for example, your work may have certain seasons to it. Um, If you are a student in school yourself, then you might go with the school calendar. Same if you have children who are in school. So those are just two examples of other types of seasons that show up throughout the year. But you might think of something, again, within that seasonal category that makes more sense for you to follow that rhythm in your life. So feel free to apply that however makes the most sense to you. And then another thing to consider is an overall general note about your likelihood to want to do these things that you know work for you. So I mentioned in mine how I'm highly unlikely to want to do any of this stuff ever um, or to think of new things to add to the list. And I put that in there to just kind of... um, make myself smile and remind myself when I am feeling resistant, like, oh yeah, this resistance is also not new. This is also part of the whole process. So when it comes up, I won't feel like, oh, I don't want to do any of this, but instead I'll feel like, oh, I want to do any of this. And this is something that happens all the time. So let me just maybe dip my baby toe into one of these and get started and see how it goes. The other thing that I want to mention here is that if you decide to write up some of your own care instructions, I definitely don't think that these are things that are like set for life necessarily or really probably at all. 
Um, I kept mine pretty general, so I just told you how I really do not like to have a bunch of rules around my life um, or feel boxed in. So for me, having a list of like every single thing that could possibly be helpful, like 50 bullet points, would just overwhelm me and I would throw it into the garbage. (laughs) So I wanted to keep mine kind of some gentle, helpful reminders that would maybe spark some of the details next time I see it, but I wouldn't have to have all of the details written down. Um, So since mine are general enough, I think that they'll probably have some um, transference from year to year, but I am also imagining that I will adapt them some based on what's going on with you know, all kinds of different things, my body, my personal life, my professional life, my relationships, all of those different things are going to affect the care instruction. So I know that I'm going to revisit mine um, at least once a year, if not maybe every six months. So you can know that they're um, an evolving tool, let's say, something that you can um, keep adding to or refining as needed. So I kept mine relatively short. I can fit all of that onto a one page that I can just print it out on a piece of paper and put it up on my wall. Um, So you might want to do that if that's useful for you, or maybe you have a place to save it on a computer or just, you know, having some way that you can see it on a relatively regular basis would be helpful and certainly at whatever seasonal transitions you decide to mark. So I have also put um, into my to-do list (laughs) again um, a reminder kind of before each season is starting like hey go check your care instructions Um, because even with it hanging on my wall I don't know about you if you just see it all the time sometimes you stop really noticing it so I want to have it there so it'll spark me sometimes but I know that that won't happen like every single day so adding in the reminders is helpful to me too so if you decide to um, do that if you come up with some ideas for your care instructions I would really love to hear about that Um, you can comment on the blog post that's associated with this where the show notes are and let me know that would be really fun to hear so let's take one deep breath together to close We'll inhale and exhale. The light in me honors the light in you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to Love Curvy Yoga. You can find more information about this podcast and all things Curvy Yoga at curvyyoga.com. If you love the show, please share it or even review it in iTunes. Both help us get the word out that yoga is a way to come home to your body and yourself exactly as you are today. Have a great day and curve on.